Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian investment advisor, financial planner, and coach, Bob Barber. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. When this episode airs, it should be right around Christmas time, so we thought uh, it would be a good time to share some giving strategies. Now, these are not necessarily giving strategies that have to be used at the end of the year, but that's a usually a good time. So, Bob, why don't you introduce our topic? So what I'm going to be doing today, Sean, is I'm going to be giving a workshop that I have given many times in a lot of churches. So. I know this material very well. I developed this program, and we call it the 10 for 4 Giving Strategies. And it's all about planned giving. So we're gonna, today we're going to share 10 planned giving strategies, four planned giving time periods, and four planned giving tools. And that's why I call it 10 for 4 And I just thought right around Christmas time, it's always good to talk about giving because that's what Christmas is. Yeah. Amen. All right. So... We're going to get right into this. This is a long presentation, but I'm going to try to do all this in 20, 25 minutes, okay. Max. And this is something that you might want to tell your church about. If you'd like us to come present this in your church, then we certainly can. And we get a lot more in detail mm-hmm. when we do a live presentation. But we're going to do a PowerPoint today so you can see this as we go through it. And this is the actual PowerPoint presentation that we give. So the first planned giving strategy is your estate plan. Such a simple thing. And this is where you take your estate plan and you include your church, your favorite charities, a family giving fund, we'll explain that in a little bit, in your will or trust as one of the heirs and beneficiaries. Pretty straightforward. It is, very much so. The second one is, go ahead, Sean, I'm going to let you there. Uh, number two is based on retirement plan assets. Mm-hmm. So including your favorite charity or charities or family giving fund as one of your primary or contingent beneficiaries. So mm-hmm. some examples of this would include any IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, TS, TSP thrift savings plan, or annuities. And Sean, um, I see this, this is one of the most efficient ways to give to a ministry or a church um, because you're taking money that would normally be taxed that would go to your children and they'll mm-hmm. have to pay tax all on it, and you're giving it to a ministry that's a 501c3, so they won't have to pay tax. Now, on now Bob, that. what's th- this chart that we have shown on screen? What what are these numbers actually giving us an indication of? Uh, this gives us an, an indication of how much is in the different plans. Gotcha. In, okay. In in the billions and billions gotcha. of dollars. Okay. okay. Cool. All right. The third giving strategy is highly appreciated stocks. Might might be a little low this year. Right. <laughs> but but. The bull markets will come back, and last year would have been a great time. So that's mm-hmm. where you take the, the stocks, and instead of giving cash from your bank account to mm-hmm. a charity, uh, you donate appreciated stock, and then you don't have to pay the capital gain tax on that. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So instead of selling it and then giving them the cash, you just donate the stocks directly. That's correct. Yeah, and we can help you do that, and, and that's one of the services that we do for free of charge here at Christian Financial Advisors. All right. All right. Number four, Number four involves real estate. Mm-hmm. So whether that's land, such as residential, commercial, farm and ranch, maybe a house or houses, condo, condos, apartments, office buildings, 
but no timeshares. No, timeshares are way, way too complicated. Yeah. We've had actually people say, well, can I dump my timeshare over on, in it? <laughs> no, you can't. It's too complicated. But we have run across uh, people over the years. Uh, um, we had a client um, about six years ago, and she uh, had an nearly an acre in the middle of San Antonio that had been in her family for years, wow. and she sold that in the millions. And, uh, and and gave that away. But I mean, she didn't sell it, but she actually gave it away right. and turned it into a charitable gift annuity with a major Christian university. So no, that's, that's a great example yeah. of using real estate. Okay. So plan giving number, uh, number five, strategy number five is just looking at your business interests. And, you know, we've got here in the picture, I mean, this is this is an example of a major business caterpillar, and and they could donate um, some of their stock to to the business, and or I could even just you, you take a business and you the National Christian Foundation works with this where you're you you be, they they become a part owner in your business, mm-hmm. okay? Maybe like a a two percent share or a three percent share. But but you can set that up as a non-voting interest. That's so, right. So yes, they do have a, a partial ownership. But that doesn't mean that all of a sudden the charity is going to tell you how to run the business. No. So yeah, yeah that's I guess be kind of an important thing. You know, and that really comes. This comes under the the part of Psalms twenty four one, where the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, and where you believe that your business uh, belongs to the Lord. You can take a percent of your business and actually give it to charity. So what it earns, and I, I you know, I need to look at doing this myself because I yeah. just think about this. This would be pretty pretty powerful. Well, no, plan giving strategy number six is oil and gas interest. So this could be related to mineral rights, oil, natural gas, water rights, a lot of different options there. And you can give a percentage. You don't have to give it all. Right. So you can give a percentage in the, in that case. And then just think about that old vehicle you might have in your in your in your car or maybe it's some artwork that you have. Uh, maybe it's a boat. And, and, you know, I've heard, you, you'll hear their advertisements, cars for kids. Right. So that's an example of where you donate an old car, you donate an, an old boat that you have, or it doesn't have to be old, it could be new as well. And that can be turned actually into a gift to charity. So and, plan giving strategy number eight, mm-hmm. we have precious metals and stones. So gold, silver, diamonds, emeralds, uh, really just any kind of valuable jewelry. Mm-hmm. And remember that gold and silver do not carry near the tax advantages that other uh, investments do. And so this is a very viable, great thing to do by giving yeah. that to a charity. And you'll get the tax deduction, though, for the, the value that the gold Correct. is. Yeah, okay. the and all these, you get the tax deduction for the value of course. that it is. Yeah. All right. And then, again, we just mentioned this earlier, like your, your, uh, your IRAs, your 401ks. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, but any life insurance policies you have, there's always a part that's the main primary beneficiary, and there's contingent, and you have a percentage, and you could make a life insurance policy a percentage beneficiary of um, your life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the the tenth giving strategy that we believe in is if you're selling a major asset, like a piece of property, is actually – give before selling. And I have an example here of a a $300,000 asset that's been fully depreciated. In the first example, we have the, where you would sell, you sell the property, okay? And then you take $30,000 and you give that as a cash gift. The net after cap 
after tax capital gain is going to be 195,000 this in this case, okay? After you pay all the capital gains that are due on the 300,000. And you gave the gift. Okay, yeah, that's correct. Okay. But if you took that that piece of property and you gave a portion of that asset before it was sold, now you can increase that gift to $40,000. Gotcha. So you've gone from a 10% giving um, to what is that? Uh, nearly near 14, about 14, yeah. 13 and a half to 14 percent of of the gift. So you've increased the gift size, and you haven't hurt yourself at all. You've, right. You still you still charity. get the same net after the capital gains tax and and giving the gift. But the benefit in this case is the receiving charity ended up getting a larger amount. And we also use vehicles like a charitable gift annuity and charitable mm-hmm. remainder trust, and I'm going to explain how that works Perfect. later. Okay. okay. So now we're going to get into the four planned giving time periods. Remember, this is the 10 4 so We just went over the 10 types of strategies. Now we're going to cover the planned giving time periods, and those are one, give now, two, give later, mm-hmm. three, give asset now, but keep the income, and number four, keep the asset, but give the income. Okay, so these are things that you can give now. We mentioned some of these earlier, things like stocks, real estate, collectibles, business interests, precious metals, miscellaneous valuable goods and oil and gas interests. Or you could give later. You could do the same thing, like your state plan is where you're giving later. Your beneficiary of your IRAs, annuities, beneficiary of life insurance policies, and or even a donor-advised giving fund. And number three, the give now but keep the income for your lifetime. So uh, two very popular one options for those. Charitable gift annuity as well as charitable remainder trust. And we're going to get into how that works here we in just will. a yes. second. All Stay right. tuned. <laughs> and, the, and the fourth one is the keep the asset but give the income. And this is where you can create a, create a passive income for yourself, mm-hmm. uh, rental income, dividends, oil and gas revenues, and business income. So the tools that we use for this are the donor-advised giving fund, the charitable gift annuity, the charitable remainder trust, and the charitable lead trust. So let's get into how these work. Okay. So the giving tool number one, this is the donor-advised fund as well as the family giving fund. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's yeah. just what, what a lot of people call it. Okay. So the first thing, similar to a family foundation but without the headaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, you receive an immediate tax deduction of up to 50% of your adjusted gross income. Mm-hmm. Recommend grants to your church and favorite ministries at any time in the future in any amount. That's right. And they're advantageous in a year of high income for tax purposes. So we've used this in cases where somebody maybe gets a big bonus and or has and their income is way up this year, but it's not going to be next year. Mm-hmm. So they could use the donor advised fund and actually do pre-giving and yeah. this is where you can take stocks and give it to the donor-advised fund. You can, All these things that we've mentioned, you can give it to the donor-advised fund, get the tax deduction for it. Uh, they sell the asset, it becomes cash, or, and, and now you can invest it. And then that's like a family foundation, and we call it a family giving fund because you can actually um, – name it after, like I have one, it's called the Barber Family Giving Fund, mm-hmm. okay? And our Barber Family Giving Fund is set up to where 20% of our estate goes to that fund, okay? And, and then that, we name the that charities that we love in Obviously it. would support, you know, the charities of your choice. Exactly, so. you got it. So then there's the charitable gift annuity. Uh, this is very favorable for someone that says, I have the asset, but I need that asset for income. 
right? Okay. okay. So they can give the asset, and that gift now is going to give back a guaranteed income for life, but it's considered a gift, and then it turns into a lifetime annuity. So actually, because it's a gift, you get a tax deduction, okay? okay. And it's tax advantage income. So here's an example. We got Betty Smith or John Doe, age 75, all right? They donate $100,000 to a charitable gift annuity. Okay. In return, they're going to receive 5.8% for their life. Or, That's 50, a good, or in this case, $5,800 right. tax-advantaged annual payout for life. And when we say tax-advantaged, for the first few years, they won't have to pay any tax on that. Okay. And, and so you think about this. Are you getting that at your bank? Are you getting six per, nearly 6% today? The answer, of course, is no, not not right now, if not yet. Do, if you got a mortgage recently, you're probably paying at least that much or more. Exactly, <laughs> yep. So here, in this case, you're getting a $44,000 charitable tax deduction. Okay, but that also generates a $24,270 immediate gift for, in this case, Betty Smith's church or her favorite ministry. Yeah, so isn't that neat? Yeah. Um, and you can take that tax deduction. So you got the fifty eight hundred coming at you mm-hmm. each. You know, the first. I mean, for if if Betty she's seventy five, if she lives a ninety five, she's going to live twenty years. And Bob, why? Question: Why is it the fifty eight hundred in the first number of years you don't pay anything? Is that because of the the sure. fact the twenty four two seventy was generated as an immediate gift? So basically, that fifty eight hundred goes kind of towards that. Well, exactly. You can use okay. up the forty four thousand dollar charitable tax okay, deduction gotcha. towards that. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Then we have example number two, where we have a, a couple, and they so the the payout's going to be less, Sean, because right. it's based on two lives. Right. But this is a hundred thousand dollar gift that they give. They get a four point six percent payout, a twenty nine thousand dollar charitable tax deduction, and an immediate gift to their church of sixteen thousand dollars. Now these are examples, and and we do this. We use the National Christian Foundation to help. Um, they're the ones that underwrite these charitable gift annuities, yeah. okay? Which is one of the largest Christian uh, foundations in the entire world. So, for our viewers, listeners, would you would that be considered kind of like the administrator almost? It is. The, it is the right in the setup. Okay, and they could go to ncfgiving.com and they'll they'll see the National Christian Foundation, right. okay? And these are the pa- sample payouts. Now you'll see the 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 older you are, the higher the payout. The younger you are. The, Less payout because Which, I mean, it makes sense. Does it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the older, you're living the older longer, you get the less likely you're to live much longer. <laughs> exactly, that's true. So. And you'll see for a married couple, the rates are a little bit lower, but not not bad payout rates. Now, I do want to mention that these payout rates are subject to change. They change with the interest rate environments. Right. Okay. So, but this is just kind of an average example. Right. Yeah. And and so if this was a someone actually wanted to do this, we'll get the actual rates of what they would be yeah. at the time. All right. All right. So let's do giving tool number three, which is a charitable remainder trust. And uh, just some of the different aspects of that. This one is used for giving an asset now, but keeping the income for life. Offers major tax advantages when selling a highly appreciated asset. Creates an immediate income tax deduction when the asset is donated. When asset is sold, no capital gain taxes due. You hear that? Which is nice. Yep. Offers a higher income base for life due to elimination of capital gain tax on the sell of the asset and reduces or eliminates estate taxes. That's because it's not part of your estate. So let's have, you got this asset. Remember I mentioned that we had a client and she had a, a property in San Antonio that sold for in the million. So let's take a, let's take a $2 million example. 
Um, the capital, uh, your basis in that property is basically zero. You've depreciated it out. You sell it for $2 million. You're going to owe a good four to $500,000 in tax. If you put your property in the charitable remainder trust before you sell it, you will owe zero tax. You won't owe any wow. tax. And you'll receive a tax deduction. Now, remember, you've given your property to the charitable remainder trust. But you'll receive income. So now all that $2 million, instead of income being on $1.5 million or $1.4 mm-hmm. million after tax, you're actually going to have a higher income. Nice. Um, because now you've got that what would have gone the tax is now going to go towards income. And that income could not only be on, like, let's take myself as an example, not only my life, it could be on my children's lives as well. Mm. So they can receive income from that. But see what it said, charitable remainder? By the second generation, the remainder will go into a charity. And here you use your, your giving fund. So now you've created an endowment in your family name. That's cool. Pretty neat. Pretty, yeah. Pretty amazing giving tool. And the giving tool number four is what we refer to as a charitable lead trust. I'm going to let you read that off, and then okay. I'll explain what this means. Sounds good. So... Charitable lead trust for keeping an asset, but giving the income for a set number of years. So instead of for life, Mm -hmm. donor receives a charitable income tax deduction in the year the trust is created and good for donors who desire to make a multi-year charitable pledge and accelerate the charitable deduction. So what you're doing here, let's take, let's take like I own a house Mm -hmm. and it's completely owned and I'm getting rent from it. Well, what I can do is I can give that asset to a charitable lead trust and keep that income for a set number of years, and then it can revert to the trust. Um, or I can and I can receive it back. I can actually give the asset and bring the get the asset back. So, so uh, is an example. I'm giving the house. The income from it's going to go to the charity, and then I take it back after ten years. But mm-hmm. it gives me the tax deduction up front for doing that to a certain percentage. These are very uh, complicated types of giving tools, but there's a high tax bracket. Sometimes, yep. Really, really great, really great one to use. So now we did it. We got through this very quickly. (laughs) Um, And like I say, in a live setting, I'll go into detail a lot Mm -hmm. more in all of these. But for time's sake, here we are. No no one wants to sit here and either watch or listen uh, to a 45 plus minute presentation. That's right. Okay. So (laughs) So we're going to go over the summary of benefits of planned giving. Okay. So number one, income tax advantages. Number two, capital gain tax advantages. Number three, helps charities further their mission. Number four, giving is thought out and intentional. Number five, teaches your family the importance of giving. That's a good one. Number six, it is. Releases the stronghold of materialism. Amen. (laughs) Number seven, it's scriptural that it is more blessed to give than receive. It's an excellent estate planning strategy. And number nine, helps fulfill the Great Commission. And it creates positive change in the lives of others and society. So we can help you give in many ways here at Christian Financial Advisors using many gifting instruments to accomplish your giving goals. Here's basically what we're trying to accomplish here is we're taking those taxes that would normally go to the government and instead and turning those, turn those into giving dollars. You're yeah. still living on the same amount. You're still yeah. growing the same amount, but we're basically turning that into yep. a gift. Because you're going to have to pay those taxes anyway. Uh, I don't know about you, Bob, but I'm, I'm pretty sure 
our listeners and, and viewers would agree. Would you rather the money go to the government or would you rather go to a charity or, or your church that you want to support? I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer, right? And, you know, also, Sean, it's it, it's known um, most of your Christian charities, especially the ones that are members of the EFCA, Evangelical Financial Accountability Organization. Um, every dollar you give to that about 90 to 80, 85%, 85 yeah. to 90% goes to where it's supposed to go. Wow. When and the you, government is about the it's opposite, opposite, right? It's the opposite. Uh, about 10, 10 to 15 cents of every dollar actually does the thing it intended. Does the good. It the go, rest it, is all the administration. <laughs> yeah, so it's very, very wasteful when we get mm. to, to the government. It just doesn't get to where it, it, it needs to. Yeah. So think of it like this. God gives to us and we receive, right? And then we give and others receive. And then when they give, what happens here is it's kind of like dropping a rock in a, in a, a small um, pond. Dropping it in the water. Yeah, yep. and it, you can increase the ripple of influence, and you, you can, with planned giving strategies, you can do that. Yeah. Okay. We want to bring a biblical worldview to all of wealth and to all of financial planning because we believe wealth comes from God. It belongs to him, and it should honor him. And wealth is for yeah, we believe wealth is for providing for the family, supporting the church and ministries that spread the gospel, and helping those in need. We also want to make sure before we do plan giving that everything else is taken care of. You know, all your financial planning, investment management, retirement planning, tax planning. So don't don't think because you're doing plan giving that you're not going to be taken care of. Yeah. We make sure that happens first, and then we do the plan gift later. Well, and as as you can kind of see from our, our graphic mm-hmm. with, the, with the puzzle pieces, the plan giving it's just part it's part of the puzzle. All right, you know, and and I, I would argue that you don't want to just immediately go into the plan giving because what about your own financial planning, your existing tax planning, mm-hmm. your investment management, the income you need? I mean, there's there's so many other pieces, and so you don't want to look at it in isolation. Because how do you really know how much you can even afford to give mm-hmm. until you know the other pieces? Until you've done all your planning. That's <laughs> so. right. Well, I hope today has really opened your eyes to the different types of giving strategies there is during this time that we think about giving and mm-hmm. Christmas coming right up. Yep. I mean, we won't be able to outgive God after he gave us his son. That's but, right. Uh, we, we can do the best we can with what we've been given. Well, it's more blessed <laughs> to give than receive. Amen. And if you'd like help with some planned giving, give us a call at 830-609-6986 or text us during business hours or go to christianfinancialadvisors.com. Thank you for joining us and God bless. Bye-bye. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.